Ultra. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where that was all for her as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one what's wrong with you minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Welcome hey. back. Uh, we did it, guys. 100 episodes. 100? <laughs> today's Together. <laughs> yeah. And I was here for all of them. <laughs> Today is indeed minute 100. <laughs> I've been here for 15. 15, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true, yeah. Uh, but minute 100 begins with Peter ending his dance with Gwen in a low dip, and it ends with a bouncer grabbing Peter's arm to escort him out. Yeah, maybe the least bouncer-looking bouncer I've ever seen in the. Movie. Uh, we'll we'll get to the bouncer. Sure. Yeah, we'll get to the bouncer. We'll get there. So first off, he makes he breaks eye contact with Gwen to make deep eye contact with MJ, and I just realized like this is Peter's version of the pie scene. Ah. Oh. He's just wanting to look at her and see her get hurt. So he's just become Harry. That's so messed up. Yeah. That's not real the pie scene I that I thought of when you said the pie scene. Oh. There's, there's there another pie scene, scene that matters. matters. No, I thought I thought I thought well, I was I was thinking of the pie scene uh from American Pie. Oh, oh, oh. oh. No. No. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. That would be a weird comparison to be making. Not that kind of show. Eugene Levy would have been a great Uncle Ben. Oh my <laughs> god. I don't know about that, but I don't know. He's a bit long in the tooth for it these days. It's fun, but I don't know. I don't know about that. It would look super goofy if he got shot. It was. Oh, man. I wonder if Jason Biggs was up for this. Ooh, maybe. For Peter Parker? Yeah. He was the Josh Hutcherson of of the pies. Um, So in this moment, like he looks up at MJ for the cruelty's sake sure just to make sure the hit landed yeah, yeah she makes eye contact and then there's this shot i think it's like my favorite shot in this entire jazz club sequence which is the shot looking back at peter he's looking up at, at mj and gwen does this like like twirl stand-up move when she realizes what's going on where she like turns up and rises and looks at him and the frame that happens there where it's peter at his most evil basically yeah. almost like a universal monster yeah. yeah yeah he looks like an absolute monster i'm sorry I, the correct term the terminology is dark universe dark monster. universe yeah, monster. Right, of course. <laughs> titan oh, no, oh my god yeah uh, <laughs> he's like a dark universe monster and she is making the connection and her heartbroken like it's horrific but she also looks like ethereal and they have this like wonderful backlight on them and it just looks like a a, a, a panel but not like a like a like a hand-painted panel of i don't know i just yeah, love this yeah, shot i just yeah. think it's amazing it's fantastic um yeah and you can really highlight how good both of them look mm-hmm. from like a just a design stylistic standpoint yeah, yeah man and how good bill pope is at his job he's very good at his job <laughs> even the the line work around peter's eyes mm-hmm. like they make him look like 
I don't know. He just has like the sunken look to him, where he yeah. looks like sleep deprived and like oh yeah, yeah, Peter Laurie, so. yeah, Phantom of the Opera yeah. type of vibe to him, yeah. and it's just like you, you've become a villain. Yeah, you're you're fully a villain right now. Yeah, and she is totally Maria. I don't know the girl from the Phantom of the Opera. I don't know. It's the girl's Emmy name. Emmy Rossum. Yeah, it's Emmy, Emmy Rossum. She's become <laughs> he's Gerard Butler. Don't you yeah. see? Um. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think you're right, Scott, from yesterday's discussion. This is enough. This is a full villain yeah. beat. Yeah. And it's framed as such, and it hurts me as I'm watching it. I don't I don't know why we keep going, but right. we sure are gonna. Like, if you just slinked away, like, come on, babe, let's get out of here, this place blows chunks. Yeah. Um, this place blows this... chunks. <laughs> I like the beat. This place blows Is he calling her chunks? chunks. <laughs> is he calling her chunks? Let's get out of here. This place blows. Chunks? Chunks? He throw, he throws that one over his shoulder back in him. Oh yeah, yeah. Chunks this place blows. Chunks. <laughs> over his shoulder. Oh. oh, I just I just uh evil Peter is a little bit like bad Pee-wee. Pee-wee Herman, bad yeah, Pee-wee, Pee-wee Herman. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know like when Pee-wee Herman when they're like chasing those bad guys corner him in the rain, like, hey, you know, he's like <laughs> Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that would be amazing if that had happened. Oh no. Uh, uh Bryce House Howard selling a wave of emotions cuz it's confusion, <sighs> then anger mm-hmm. of like I've been used, embarrassment, and embarrassment yeah. and then shame of oh my god, I helped hurt someone. Yeah. I inadvertently hurt someone. Right. And this this night was a thing she was looking forward to. Like mm-hmm. this was she's like been crushing on this guy for a while. Yeah. He's taking her to a, a type of place she's never been before and all mm-hmm. that. I, this is such a special night about me and none of it's about me. Right, right. Ugh. That's that's the worst. And honestly, it's an offensive use of Gwen Stacy. It is. <laughs> like, it's, I, it's weirdly aged. It's one of the things that it ages the worst about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like so decent that she goes up and apologizes to MJ. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not... That's her last line in the movie. Yeah. I hope to God. I'm that, so sorry. <laughs> I, I hope to God she leaves this jazz club. She walks out of here upset and John Jameson sees her and is I, like, are you okay? I so hope that that's the case because <laughs> that's who he, he deserves the princess of New York. I mean, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. God, she's too good for this schmuck. You like fiction sure. books? <laughs> I saw, I saw you. I saw you come out of that jazz club. Do you like music? <laughs> you like music? Yeah. I like music. I went to I'll, space. I'll like- <laughs> That's all we had. We just listened to music and floated around. Yeah, yeah. I ate food out of a tube. Yeah. My dad's a yellow journalist. <laughs> Do you like food that's not in a tube? Because I can't can't get enough of that <laughs> of that food that's not in a tube. Do you want to get some food that's not in a tube? Remember when that lady called him delicious in Spider-Man 2? Yeah. God. Yeah, the presenter. Yeah. Yeah, she was something. She was. Uh, <laughs> she sure was. This, uh, yeah, this, 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 this is so heartbreaking. And the fact that, like, this is it. Like, this, this, this is why they brought her into this movie. This is how they used her. Yeah. This is it. This is the end of her role in this movie. It's weird how the characters that seem to come from Sam Raimi's heart, like those Silver Age, mm-hmm. like Ditko, like Flint Marco, Gwen Stacy, are the ones that get most underserved in this one. 
That is weird. Yeah. You, you would think that's where he would put all the love. And maybe right. maybe there's a version of this where that was the case before it got It didn't work though. That yeah. was okay. the problem. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There was a version of that. Got it. With the Vulture Sandman one. Mm. Um, but it didn't work. Uh, cuz it, it they couldn't they couldn't fit the theme around it. Sure. Um, we were just having trouble, but yeah, it's it's th- this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Um, as if to put a capper on the like this sucks energy. Yeah, we get another like chest touch. Yeah, yeah, the the chest touch I don't mind, except that I wish that it happened more often. What is he touching? He's touching the suit for comfort. Yeah, like, for, like a line of well, suits well, I think there. the suit is comforting him. It's I think okay. it fe- it's like the suit is just being like, it's okay. You were in the right. Everything you're doing is fine. We're gonna get her back, Peter. Yeah. <sighs> oh man, I I just <laughs> I'm a loser too, Peter. <laughs> just Gwen Stacy's like, I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> that was some shit I've never seen, Peter. <laughs> Wicked cool. <laughs> come on, come on, Peter. Let's get on stage. We'll show him some shit that we've never seen before. <laughs> Keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a lobster tank in here? <laughs> I've got an idea for a grand finale. <laughs> I don't want to win everybody back. I'm, I'm going to need a, a small Pomeranian, and I'm going to need a lobster tank, and I'm going to need a lot of tater tots. Your venom sounds like Beetlejuice. <laughs> I was going to say Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that wait. too. I think if I focus on either of those. Uh... <laughs> Be- Beetlejuice venom. Would be like, uh, <laughs> oh hey, uh, I don't really know what you're what you're going for here, but but uh, it's not really working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great, yeah. Venom is more like a laid back asshole. Yeah, like... where he's just like taunting you from the shadows the whole time. <laughs> oh, <man. sighs> I don't think that really went the way you were trying to make oh, it man. go there, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Slightly oh, rich. I'm glad we don't live in the universe where we get two Beetlejuices. That's something. Yeah, that's true. We haven't gotten another Beetlejuice. God. At least there's that. Um, small, small victories. Yeah. Um, Gwen Stacy exits in uh, in minute 100 of this movie. I I I kind of wish it had been it had lined up to like the same number as the issue she died in. Oh, whoa! That would have been nuts. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but in, instead, it's time for like uh, managerial bars. I don't stuff. understand this. I don't understand this. He's not doing anything. They cannot kick him out of this bar. He's not doing anything. So yet. I think if he's making the a emo- woman uncomfortable, yeah, the emotional logic out. that I follow watching this minute, literally just like what before you were recording was uh-huh. like, I could see that this. I'm the manager right now. First person, I'm the manager. Yeah, I could see that this dude, this guy is making my waitress slash performer slash singer MJ all visibly uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I'm going to go over and be like, hey, are you okay? Was that guy being a jerk? Oh, now he's like... Coming over. Coming over, giving me weird sunken train spotting eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Hank, get this guy out of here. He's making my girls uncomfortable. Like, that, yeah. that, 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 that's how it follows. like my you head. can just throw him out for any reason you want, right? Like right to refuse service to anyone type of thing. Yeah, right. Within reason. Within reason. So yeah. like if, they could still sue you, for sure. Fun. Yeah. But like <laughs> America, great. Yeah. So like at the place where you work, if you saw someone come in 
and was like visibly like hit. oh i've seen it i okay. i and i've done it oh okay but okay. it wasn't for them walking up and going hey and then being like, that's it. Get this guy out of here. But maybe, like, I'm sorry, but no. Okay. So, so you don't think, he, I, in my head, he saw all the dancing and all of that. And the whole crowd ate it up. That's the problem. Okay, is that's that, the thing. Yeah, that's, that's the scene. The scene doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't work. Because it in, order, doesn't work. in order for him to kick this guy out, he should have like had a scene where it was like it was like the scene in Near Dark where he's just <laughs> he's just kicking people in the face, breaking <laughs> bottles, being like a destructive ass in order for this to for him to be like, okay, you need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it works, but he was just like putting on a show for everybody. That's true, because there are also just as many restaurant tropes of like, hey, I don't care if that guy was being weird. Right, you need to be a professional. And, and honestly, be- yeah. and honestly, from a visual standpoint, if I'm this guy and I'm at the bar, which is usually at the back of the restaurant, yeah. farthest away from the stage, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at this. And it just looks like she's mad that he interrupted her. Her performance. Her performance. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Because he's not like, eh, middle finger up. Yeah. Like, I'm here to annoy you. He's not even talking to her. Yeah. yeah. He's not like screaming at her or having like a lover's quarrel or something. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- there's nothing happening that he would be privy to that would make sense for him to kick her out. Yeah. Or kick, kick him out. He's yeah. not giving like a like unhealthy ex-boyfriend vibe not yet i mean he would have he is going to yeah it would have escalated to that point and then you kick him out yeah but he's not there yet he's not there yet no this just feels like they're trying to cut to the chase of the scene and it doesn't quite work any better than any other part of the scene they're trying to get to the cake without like baking it yeah right (laughs) (laughs) just eat the batter like here look look at all this flour yeah it's it's like cake medicine cake medicine (laughs) Um, Open yeah. up, Georgie. The other thing that's weird here is the the little exchange they have where she says, "What's wrong with you?" and he goes, "You, right? That's the the line, right?" Um, yeah. Okay, so she got rid of him with an explanation that she was cheating on him with Harry, right? That was like the last interaction they had. Interaction yeah. they had, right? Uh, and that that's not really true. He responds as if like. As if the question she's asking is like, why aren't you being friendly? But that that's that's not what she asked. Like she probably would expect him to be unfriendly or bitter or right. any of those things. She should him. be asking, what's going on? Why or like, not- what what's going on with you? Why? What, yeah. What what's what's with the hair? What's yeah. The what's with the hair? Why do you why are you dressed like this? When did you learn how to play the piano? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so many other questions she should be asking <laughs> before. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Just. It's it's like we we skipped a step in this like uh, exchange. Yeah, we're yeah. skipping all the way to the end of it. Right, where you kick him out. This is somehow like a two and a half hour long movie that is too short. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which there's a there's a version of the script that this is adapted from. Sure. Um, w- that was what it was 165 pages, something like that. Yeah, it's 165 pages, and they cut. 25 pages out of it yeah. to end up with the movie that we got. And apparently the 165 version is the version everyone signed on for. Uh, That's the version of the movie that everyone's like, this is a banger. This is working. But then after this everyone is- signed on, someone in the books department at Sony was like, this costs way too much. You need to cut 25 pages out of this minimum. Damn. Yeah. And then we ended up with this. Yeah. Because they didn't have and enough time a, to do a proper There's already a release rewrite. date. Yeah, and we can't start from scratch on this. Like, they didn't thing. have time for a proper release, like sure. proper rewrite. They just cut stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And it sucks that they were proven right. I mean, this was, I think, the highest grossing movie of 07. It was yeah. the highest grossing Spider-Man movie until about a week ago. Right. Yeah. But that was all based on the goodwill of the previous two. I did find out while we're talking about box office. Yeah. I did find out something interesting about the box office. So for a long time, we've been talking about the box office and how the order of operations on the box office was that Spider-Man came out rocked spider-man 2 bit of a financial disappointment spider-man 3 blew the doors off the place right mm-hmm. huge numbers yeah that is true but worldwide oh it's actually they're only about 10 million apart from each other domestically domestically, domestically wow and it's it is spider-man 2 is top domestic spider-man then spider-man 3 God wow yeah it goes in order wow. of of uh of what you would think of what you would think domestically uh, yeah uh slight uh, uh you know victory why? yeah yeah i'll say it mexicans love venom mexicans love venom Venom and Morrissey, right? Even the promise of Venom. Ven- Venom and Morrissey. <laughs> Even the promise of Morrissey. And if Morrissey was ever Venom, oh my god! Or if if like if a Morrissey song was like the if Morrissey was like the uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion of Venom Two. What on earth did you just say? <laughs> like, um, like if it's can Morrissey, can Morrissey write the next Venom theme song? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Eminem, can we get Morrissey to do like the Venom, Venom, <laughs> Venom? God bless this ridiculous podcast. Singing new wave Venom song. Yeah, yes. Do you guys want to know who Paul, the jazz club manager, is? <laughs> sure. Uh, is it Morrissey? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Joe Bay's, uh, you know, a dependable character actor from the 90s. Great. Everything from Wonder Year to CSI. In an uh, office space, he's the other bureaucrat, uh, along with Lumberg, that has always uh, oh. given Peter Griff. So, like, you know... Lumber comes in and tells him about TPS reports and he's pissed or whatever. Mm. And then two minutes later, another guy shows up and is like, when you talk about your TPS reports, he's that guy. That's this guy. Wow. That's him. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of fun. He's probably, he's in the top five boss mentor figures in MJ's life in this series. On it, this is like amazing. This is like the nicest thing anybody's done for MJ. <clears throat> just, yeah. The fact just that like it, step in and be like, is this guy like making you uncomfortable? That's we'll true. Kick him, we'll kick him, yeah. kick him right the hell out. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he, he, he bagged a Broadway star in his <laughs> singing waitress jazz club. Oh, yeah, I was looking at your resume here. Uh, um, what? You're in a late lead in a Broadway play. You were the importance of being earnest on Broadway in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you started Manhattan memories. Wow, um, and then, <laughs> and then we have the appearance of the bouncer. Uh, and what did you call him, Nick? The least bouncery bouncer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. What, what makes you say that? Well, because like uh, my first thought when he approached as a moviegoer was, "Oh, this is a bar patron. Mm. This mm-hmm. is just like a model that an act. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just a actor type. Yeah. He's just not." <sighs> I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a bouncer to me. It's like maybe it's the long flowing like Patrick Swayze hair. Yeah. I don't know. When I think of bouncers, I think of like shaved head, beefy jacket. Yeah. Like a blazer jacket. Yeah. Kind of like a Hank Schrader looking guy. I think he looks like somebody that John McClane kills in Die Hard. <laughs> yes. For sure. It's <laughs> very Die Hard. He does. Uh, so this is Mark Kuber, uh, K-U-B-R. Um, he 
Funny you mentioned that he looked uh, like a like a model type. He used to be a print model for a long time. Oh, cool! Uh, you know, and uh, and then he became a like photographer who did stuff for Vogue and Good Cosmopolitan. You know, Cosmopolitan stuff like that, and uh, it, it ended up doing a bit of acting and then moving into stunt work. And really, his main thing is that he does stunts and has been a stunt coordinator on like dozens of things all throughout. The land and history so he's probably playing the bouncer so that next week they can do all the stunts oh great with peter throwing people around and stuff like that that's awesome what a career yeah i mean he he has been around i mean i have a, a sh- this is a very truncated list oh sure, sure. but it's like tons of stuff uh, 24 angel csi bones iron man iron man 2 iron man 3 westworld Damn. He was the stunt coordinator for la la land that's jazz. Mark. Jazz, jazz Mark. Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I got this covered. Um, jazz clubs, eh? Captain America, Winter Soldier, <laughs> Captain Marvel, the new seasons of season of Veronica Mars. Uh, he's just. Good for him. He's a go-to stunt guy. Yeah. Little Cliff Booth. Yeah. He, a regular Cliff Booth, as it were. Um, he's. I not. like I like that you said he started off as a model, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So he starts off as a model, ages out of that, and he's like, well. I guess I'll beat the shit out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be needing this anymore. <laughs> Speaking of that, you know who he was a, a stunt double for many times? Mickey Rourke. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, of- Iron Man 2. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Should we eat a stunt double for this? I mean, look, I'm kind of you could do you could throw a chair at me and no <laughs> you one will notice. Do anything. I'll, I'll cut my head up with razor blades if you need me to. Oh man, <laughs> give, give me an Oscar, please. What's gonna happen if I don't win one of these things? I was so pretty once. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, that's that's probably why he's a bit more um, Fabio than your sure. average <laughs> your average bouncer. Oh man, that's great. What a true showbiz professional. I know we've had a few of these in like small parts here and there where you you start looking through their IMBD, IMDb and you're like, oh my god, yeah, this is a this is a legend in their own right. Yeah, it's yeah. Sure. to I don't know Rami or these movies that he, it is filled with like working class, mm-hmm. like from like you know, um, like, God, that's weird. I can't remember his name, but J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. J.K. Simmons. You know, mm-hmm. like Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Ted Ramey. Harris. Yeah, yeah. Ted yeah. Raimi. Yeah, Ted Raimi. Yeah. yeah. Thomas Aiden Church. Sure. Alfred Molina. Dudes who would never or rarely are above the marquee or on the poster. Yeah. They have to play these big, iconic characters. Yeah. Yeah. In I mean, super w- memorable ways. Well, yeah. Willem Dafoe, you know, like I saw him live and I thought he was there to talk about his Vincent Van Gogh movie. And I was like, well, there's no, that I'm going to go see him. Cause I want like the novelty of seeing Willem Dafoe. Yeah. But like, there's no way he would ever say a thing about Spider-Man. He's here for a Willem to like for, for a, like an Oscar, a possible like awards baity performance. Like yeah. he's not going to talk about Spider-Man immediately talks about Spider-Man. He brought it up. He brought it up. Yeah. No one else brought it up. He brought it up himself. Like, Dude loves that he got to play Norman Osborn. It's so great. And I feel like the same thing about Alfred Molina. Like, I think Alfred Molina loves that he got to play Otto Octavius. Like, he loves it. He never yeah. gets to do stuff like that. Yeah. Is there anything as fun as, like, being a big villain in a Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. Jake Gyllenhaal didn't, didn't prove otherwise. Yeah. It's true. He loved it. He loved it. He had a blast. I think, I think, uh, I think Michael Keaton loved it. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Um, I think Paul Giamatti loved it a lot more than anyone else did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love those. I love those minutes just because he's having such a good time. He is. <laughs> he is. He is having a good he's time. Full cartoon mode. He's in a different movie than everybody else. Well, he, he knows not like, everybody. Him and Jamie Foxx are in the same movie. Yeah. And yeah. the and the Nazi scientist. Those three guys. Those three guys know what's going. They're on. all in one movie together. Yeah. Uh, it's everybody else is not in that movie. Him. There's a sixty forty chance he doesn't end up in that movie. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. He's looking around. He's like, I'm just gonna have fun. I don't even just about make it. <laughs> I don't care. There's Shailene Woodley over there. <laughs> she probably won't even end up in the final movie. Yep. Oh man. Oh boy. Um, they need to release those scenes. I'm dying to see what those I would were like. love to see Shailene Woodley's MJ. Yeah. God, I would love that. Yeah. Have you seen the scene where uh, where Peter Parker's dad's live? Oh my God, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> oh man. They released that. Why wouldn't they release the MJ stuff? I don't know. So silly. I guess they probably because they don't want to pay her some rate that they would have to pay her if they release the scenes. Yeah. I imagine. She has like a really bad. What if they're both doing really bad New York accents at each other? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would be magical. <laughs> um, it's like their meet cute is like she's uh, driving her cool motorcycle or whatever. <laughs> or no, no, no. He. He gets in her way or something, and she's like, "Hey, I'm walking here." Or some I'm dumb, walking like, here, I'm from Brooklyn Town. <laughs> What's your problem? Hey, hey, uh, Rich <laughs> <Jay> Watson. <laughs> oh man, I like I like the weeks that Nick is on because we we enter this parallel vibe, this like this other universe where I'm just happy to hang. And and like exist in this like weird liminal space between uh, conversation and uh, silly voice land. It's all happening at once. It's all it's all at once. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you guys have been listening to it this week. I'm glad <laughs> you brought it here. Oh yeah, and this has just been a fun one. I'm glad that we landed on minute 100 in this delightful. Uh, yeah. You know, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that might be the case. Uh, yeah, I well, I mean, no, that's not true. I think I think some of the best stuff is still there's some still bonker coming. stuff sure. coming yeah. up. Yeah, uh, um, J.K. Simmons asking a little kid for her camera. Yeah, sure, that's oh, coming yeah. up. But yeah, we got we got uh, 35 minutes left, and it's it's some of my favorite stuff of Spider-Man Three is in the next 35 minutes. I mean, the alley scene alone. Oh, is, sure. oh my god, it's just going to be magical. I already oh, told you my favorite moment. Yeah, God, I can't wait. I can't wait. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we based our uh, our promo off of. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Our season three promo. Awesome. <laughs> scene. Oh boy. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh-huh. Nick, thanks for being the guest. Oh, absolutely. And uh, guys, if you want to check out our Patreon page, you can do that at duelinggenre.com slash support. $3 a month. That's all we ask. Not a lot. Really yeah. not a lot. Lots of bonus content coming up during the hiatus. Uh, we've got we've got plans on plans on plans. <laughs> it's going to be... Amazing gonna, spider plans. It's going to be fun. Uh, so be on the lookout for Weekend Bugle stuff. Go check out our Patreon. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. And we will be back on Monday with Minute 101. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.